Welcome to the Grappling We See exactly. Grappling Rewind Podcast. Welcome to this week on the Grappling Rewind Podcast. On this week's show, we are going to recap Fight to Win 237. We're going to preview ADCC East Coast Trials 2023, the first North American trials we're going to have here. And we're going to recap Mikey Musumeci versus Shinya Aoki on 1FC. As always in the show, I'm your host, Mange, my co-host. Miranda. Hey, doing, Miranda? Pretty good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I am excited to talk about ADCC Trials. Um, not a whole lot of... We're both going up to it. You're competing yep. in Trials and the Open. Yeah. It's happening the day before, so we are gearing up. And we're yeah. getting ready to go. My wife and I booked our rebooked our rooms with a different discount code, so, <laughs> so we you are, get cheaper. Rooms? I saved about three hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, because I booked before we had codes, so oh. I saved like I think three hundred and twenty bucks. I should recheck mine then. Yeah, it was because I a, checked mine. I think through the hotel, but through the hotel with like their discount program. I'd, have, I'd said it before the discount codes came out, oh, okay. so now I, it was it was a very good thing to rebook. Okay, so I'll double. Very check happy that for to myself. go. I think we got, we got an extra day for three hundred bucks less. Oh, really? So it's great, yeah. So, so you're doing Thursday through? Uh, yeah, Thursday through yeah. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, that's what I'm doing. Up there for ADCC, up, up in New Jersey, which is, I think, what, about a three-hour drive for yeah, us Yeah, something so? like that, because you have to go to the shore and it takes yeah. a while. Nice and close for us, which is awesome. I can't wait. We were at trials, uh, ADCC trials, uh, both East Coast and West Coast, two in yep. one year ago. It was great. We also have a bunch of other ADCC news this week. Today, we got confirmation on the dates of the World Championships for 2024. Yep. That is August 17th through 19th, right? 2024? I believe so. There also is uh, some booking codes out for MGM, I think, is where the booking codes are out initially because that's the official hotel right now. Last time, they did have some other um, booking codes for other hotels in Vegas. I don't know if other codes will come out uh, with being at T-Mobile Arena. There's going to be a lot more um, capacity. Tickets are for ADCC for the World Championships, as is tradition, are going to go on sale Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. It's 17th and 18th. 17th and 18th. Yeah. Um, so tickets go on sale and then, uh, next month. And West Coast trials, too. Yeah. Well, so what dates for West Coast trials for North America here? That is March 30th and 31st. Yeah. So those two days, that's Saturday and Sunday. We will fly out for that as well, or I'm going to fly out for that as well. I'll be there. Um, I got media credentialed for, sure. for ADCC for the uh, trials this coming week up in New Jersey. If there are any interviews you would like to see us do, let me know. I've already got a couple of requests for some folks that I would like to speak to that are going to be there. So my aim is to do a bunch of whole host of interviews, ask people about their training, sort of the standard grappling rewind co- collection of coverage and kind of talking to the athletes about their preparation and kind of leading up into the event and into the world championships. I always love doing that. So, you know, really happy that ADCC uh, extended me media coverage. So that's always, uh, I always love doing that. So I'm very, very excited that's awesome. uh, to go and do that. Uh, I'm excited. Other that, news? I'm excited. That I'm close to weight, so I don't have to go through anything horrible. This That's time awesome. Three, three <laughs> women's weight classes now. Yeah, you've got three women's weight classes. We now this is the first, or sorry, the second trials because we just had European trials. We now have the 55 kilo, under 55 kilo, under 65 kilo, and over 65 kilo for trials. We're going to run through. This is not technically a qualifier for the world championships for the women, but they're still there, yeah. and they do if they win get a free paid entrance and transport to the. West Coast trials that happen in March of this next year yep. to enter into that for free as a kind of a prize for winning the the first North American qualifier and world and the North American championship that happens this next weekend. Yep, it's gonna so, be fun. It's gonna be awesome. I'm, I'm I love trials. I'm so I'm me and my wife are both and we're both amped to come up and 
and uh, go do it and coach. It's just a long weekend. That's the only problem. It is a long weekend. It's a very, very long weekend. Yeah, and we're going to get the, get up there there early. Uh, I'm probably going to be coaching at the Open as well, so that will be fun. And, uh, yeah, all, overall going to be amped for the weekend. I don't think we have any other news. Really just ADCC news coming out today. Um, a- IBJGF is doing the crown thing that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, we'll, what is that? What's the date on that? It's the 19th of uh, November. Okay, so we'll preview yeah. that as it gets closer. And they're doing like absolute weeks. divisions and a bunch of nice. other stuff. Nice. So. Well, I, I'm a, I like that they are doing more and more paid tournaments. Yeah. Um, it's nice, and I think the level of competition that they're getting is you know as strong as ever. So oh, and it's phenomenal. Whenever the next uh, finishers open is the who's number one qualifier. Oh yeah, that's new information too. Um, again, I love I love qualifiers. We talk about it on the show yeah, pretty is. frequently. I love that. It's a 170 uh, qualifier. Yeah, for the who's number one. So that will probably be. It is November 12th. Yeah. So if you win that, you'll get a slot in the yeah. next who's number one, which is, which is great. Again, I love giving open qualifiers an ability to go enter yeah, into bigger tournaments winner, and bigger showcase yeah, tournaments. Winners will get a match on the prelims of a future who's number one card. Which is yeah. awesome. That's a, that's an yeah. a, that's a st- astonishing prize to get. And oh, again, yeah. we've talked about it over the show, a bunch of the big names that are, you know, champion level competitors and world champions, we first sort of learned about them through them winning a either a Kasai or um, a finishers yeah. or an EBI or some sort of qualifying event, and the trials we're going to go to next week is your shot to go and get onto the world championship stage. And so I think that I love that the sport has a bunch of these events, yeah. and more and more events are doing this. And basically, when they run an open event, you're getting an invite into a bigger a, event or a super fight or a paid event. It just gives athletes that are on the level an ability to kind of showcase their skills and get their foot in the door by kind of merit of their own skills. So. Love to see it. I don't have any other news, Miranda. I don't think so. I think that's it. All right. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with trials? Do you want to start with one recap or do you want to do I think fight to win recap? You I, were at fight to win. I was at fight to win. We can start there and then we can go through and do trials last because trials we're going to talk about for a really Yeah. Trials, so for trials for our preview here, we don't have, we have no brackets. Um, we They're not going to do brackets until after weigh-ins. Yeah. So Make sure everyone gets weighed in yeah. so they're not so going to move brackets know. around. Um, but basically, they're going to seed that based on some of the open standing. So because we don't have brackets, we do have a big list put together, a great list of all of the the most of the notable entrants for this trials. Yeah. So we're going to run through and talk about like each one of the competitors that we recognize. We recognize most of the list that they've put together and sort of talk about some of the front runners and how some people will match up or what they bring to the trials because that's something I really enjoy doing on the show. Yeah. We've got some feedback prior for people that you know listen to the show that that's one of the things that they like us to yeah, do. So we can kind of go over who it. you should pay attention to. Yeah, and who you should think about watching. It um, gives you just someone... because it's a you know when you have a thousand competitors, it's hard to know who out of that thousand is. Is it only a thousand? Well, yeah, it's yeah about about it's a about thousand. a thousand because yep. it's like two fifty a division for three divisions, right? And then the other yeah, divisions like are that. all smaller, so that's seven fifty between those and yeah. like. So maybe it's maybe big, it's like fifteen hundred, but still, it's it's still a th- large know. collection of athletes. We're going to run through the ones that you should probably that are the front runners to take those divisions. But again, why we love trials so much is your dark horses come in yeah, and go. You never Who is that guy that yeah. took out these three guys? That's why trials is so awesome. So let's talk about a couple of matches on fight to win. Main event was Dan Dykeman versus William Woke. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit of a slower paced match. You were there live. I was. Um, I was. Dykeman takes this via decision. Yeah. And again, I love that Dan is. 
he, again, he's been on fight to win. They said he has the most wins. He now he now has the most wins on he's fight to win. He's had the nice. They announced him that way. Yeah. So he's he's been had the. He he recent. I think he recently took that. Oh, okay. Um, with at least within the last like six months, because okay. he's he's been again. Dan works for Fight to Win. He's on those cards frequently, and he will again with. As a member of Fight to Win Team No Sleep, yeah. you will get matched up on the card if there is a need to have yeah. you on there. And he's been getting matched up since he was a purple belt. Now he's a black belt. Now he's main eventing. And yeah. again, it's really cool to see him both on Fight to Win, have the most wins, and like main event. Yeah. So exactly. he takes a decision over William Woke. You know William Woke because um, he was Eddie Cummings' last match. Actually, that was also in... Um, oh, at Fight to Win. At Fight to Win at the 4300 Arena, the same yeah. venue that this Fight to Win was at. 2300. I have always called it the 4300 for like 2300. six years now. 2300 I Arena. found out for the first time this weekend that there's parking behind the venue. Did you know there was parking mm-hmm. behind the venue? I didn't know that. I was parked, had to park in the street. And then I was always like, it's usually like, where I was like at. 10 or 20 bucks. It was free. Which is annoying. Oh, usually I have But to pay I didn't for realize it. it. So yeah, I never knew that fact. Mm-hmm. There, they, there is parking there. It is in a little. It's a little industrial area. Yeah. Um, and it's a cla- It's a very. But there's a lot of like sh- like sports. side streets, and so like you get there like not exactly at like kind of after they've started, and it's like trying to find a parking spot. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not like they have a a lot that you can like park. Yeah. In. Uh, also on the card, we had uh, Andrew Cockle. Getting yeah. a really neat knee bar. Again, Cockle's also a guy that's entered into the trial. I think he's in the trials, right? Yeah, he's, he's at, at 77. 77. Yeah, he hits a really nice knee bar. He's got a guy we've been watching on the local scene for a long time. I remember commentating some of his matches back when he was on SAGC, probably like 2017. Um, he had some really fun matches there. And he's a guy that has come up and has been a staple in the scene. We've seen him on Fury and a bunch of other Yeah, cards. we've seen him all over the place. Super, he, super active competitor and frequent competitor. And he's one of those people that very seldom do I ever really see him lose. Like, he's... Yeah. He lo- Super strong He loses here and there, but, like, generally speaking, he's a lot to deal with. Yeah, he overwhelms a lot of yeah. people. And the, this match was fun because he spends a ton of time almost playing from the turtle yeah. and then looking and sort of scooping under for the legs. And I think he has two or three different really good knee bar attempts till yeah. eventually he can get out. And the camera angle is great here. You can see him kind of switch his grip under, turn the knee up, and then belly out to the side. Yeah. And it's a really, really great knee bar. Again, it's really cool to see him at 77 kilos because he's been a guy recently, even the past couple of years, yeah. that have been has been really, really consistently grinding kind of locally yes. and semi-outside of the local stuff, yeah. taking super fights and really whatever he can get. I know that he's peaking for he's trials. He's also somebody that um, some of the... I've refed him for a couple of matches. And on those tournaments, he's always been like i'm gonna get a guillotine and you're like ah okay and then he like goes and gets yep. some kind of crazy jumping guillotine on somebody yeah he uh he pushed a really really nice pace yeah. which i like to see and he, he's got a guy that consistently hunts for stuff yeah so it again i'm looking forward to seeing him at trials he gets a win here at fight to win 237 um other matches on the card oh we had um we had nick willie yeah taking on david porter, porter. yeah and this was a, again this was a match we've i've Again, commentated a bunch of Willie's matches before. He's the guy that always comes out in mm. the singlet, yes. and he looks to wrestle guys. Um, but he does play a really, really heavy front headlock and guillotine yeah. game. He can go for the legs. Um, he takes a really clean decision over Porter. Pretty much. Good top pressure. Good, yeah, um, and Porter tried, at the very beginning, Porter tried the same thing he did to John Combs at the ADCC Open. Yeah, he in tried 2022. To, he tried to like uh, scissor take down into his legs immediately. And because Willie has like tree trunk legs, he just kind of 
didn't <laughs> didn't go down. Yeah. Is Willie <laughs> a trials? No, he's not doing trials. Okay. Yeah, I was I was curious because that's a, a big win. Porter has looked really good. Yeah. And again, we've watched yeah. Porter in locally and then on that scene, especially yeah, taking has, a win I over Combs. He has a whole history of uh, of guillotine or not guillotines. Um, Darces. Darce shows. Yeah. yeah, and all kinds of uh, crazy footlocks, and mm-hmm. he's definitely really really a, well-rounded guy that has yeah has a bit of an unorthodox style. So really big win for Nick Willie here, and it's again a guy that we see frequently on local stuff. Yep. Um, awesome to see him take another take a win here over a, a huge name in David. Porter. Yes. Um, anything else on fight? Uh, want to run through? Eric Naples. Uh, yeah, Naples. Is yeah, hard Naples. Too. Uh, Naples had a decision win against uh, Joey Allman. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey Allman's actually in trial. He's a trials competitor because I remember seeing his name because he has a close last name to someone. Yeah. We used to train with. So I was like, huh. But um, Eric Naples. Yeah, a, a lot of control um, in the legs and uh, takes a really clear decision. And kind of um, shows off his skill and, and what he's been working on recently. Nice. So that was nice to see that because he's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done commentary with Naples before. Yeah. Really, yeah. it's funny. Occasionally, when I, need, when I need him looking for a secondary or folks are looking for a local commentary, he's a guy that I point yeah. to because, um, again, he I've done commentary with him a couple of times at this point and always like really, really good, yeah. good speaker. And I love what he brings. and Also, great competitor. So nice to see that. Oh, other big news this week. Fight to Win, as of this week, is now oh, yeah. back on Flow. I forgot to mention that. We've, been, we've been having watching it on Fight for a year yeah. now, but Fight to Win. Seth made a nice post kind of talking about uh, some changes that are making yeah. and that they're moving back to Flow. Um, I, I like watching Fight to Win wherever they are. Yeah. I think the interface for they, Flow is a bit better for Fight to Win, so, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing them back on Flow. The one, thing, the one thing that confused me a little bit was, so when they came out, when your people came out to compete they went in front of the screen right and then they had to go down to the floor and then back up to the mat oh like, they didn't have the elevated walkway like the, usual they didn't have the walkway oh that's funny which i was like it just seemed like a lot of steps and i was like if i was doing that i would so fall like up, so down, just up, just insight into my brain when i walk out to matches sometimes my biggest fear is just falling <laughs> because funny. i'm like don't fall, the, don't fall yeah don't i'm fall like don't fall down the stairs don't fall the, you know that's that's my big fear Nice. So crazy. Anyway, that's fight to win. Uh, again, happy to have them back on flow. Yeah. It's been great to cover them for and two hundred um, events with, almost at this point. And with um, Dave Beaver from uh, Twisted Church, Twisted Church helping yep. out with them now. Um, it seems like you know they'll have some uh, nice cards coming up. In the yeah, future. they're going to uh, Columbus. Columbus and is Dave, the next he's one. out of Ohio, yeah. so I'm, I'm sure they're going to get some great talent for the Ohio card coming yeah. up. We have a Baltimore card, which is local to us, on the uh, coming up on the 28th of this yeah. month. So we're going to be there, probably live and in person, doing yeah. some coverage. We'll, we'll probably both have folks that are on it. I've uh, I've put my name on. You put. Part. I've not put so my we'll name. We'll see. In. We'll see what happens. I know who I am nowadays, <laughs> and I'm like I'm very happy to be doing media on the side of these things. Um, but again, it'd be, it'd be, it's great to have Fight to Win back in town. They haven't been on the East Coast in a while. So looking forward to having them back in town and seeing those folks uh, yep. again. And Let's move on to 1FC. Uh, biggest news this week for 1FC was Mikey Musumeci taking on Shinya Aoki and defeating him, submitting him with an Aoki lock. Yeah. Which is, if you've picked up the name, he hit him with his own shit. Yeah, he did. Which he is did. such a... And, and again, Mikey, to all of his credit and super uh great guy yeah. gives a really nice kind of speech at the end and talking about like it was like a nice like student and master and yeah. learning and like being able to have the honor of competing against him and I know, being he was like, able he, to he use was like, his own move against 40, him he said something about being 40 years old and i was like dude mikey what the fuck i'm 40 
What the fuck, Mikey? But anyway, that's me. What month, Mikey? Like twenty-seven? Yeah, I, I think he's in his twenties. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's late twenties now. Is he late twenties? I think uh, so. Okay. I, I again, everyone is so much younger at this point. I always yeah, forget I just, how old guys are. Yeah. Because I keep getting older, and this pro athletes like stay yeah. about the same age, and yeah. it just throws me off. Well, it was, um, was it Micah who was talking about PJ Barch, and he was like, "When I'm thirty, when I grow, when I'm thirty years old, I hope I'm still fighting people." You're, or something. He said but, something like that. But Micah's and like, I was like twenty, and Barch is thirty three. Yeah, and I was like, "That's kind of a very sweet thing to say," but for us old people, it's like, ugh. In <laughs> fifteen years, like I hope I'm still here, like these guys. You're like, hey man. Don't rub it in my face. Um, so the, let's talk about the finish here. But again, it's such a wild moment to have M- Musumeci finish Aoki with yeah. his own Aoki lock. So the yeah. Aoki lock is essentially, Mikey kind of does it like a Kyotero lock, yeah. which he does that inside De La Hiva hook. And what it does is if your foot daylights to the outside, you basically do an Estima-like grip yeah. over the top, and then you yank the foot up so that it's sort of like an outside it, or an inside heel yeah. hook but almost finishes like a power toehold. Yeah. It, it is its own thing. It's an Aoki lock, and that's the reason why it's, it has its own it's, name is it's a somewhat yeah. unique finish. And it's one of those it's one of those toehold or leg locks that um, is sometimes IBJJF legal, depending on who you are. It, so if you can if you yeah. can hide what you're doing. Well a lot of times then it's, it's also it's the it's which side technically in IBJJF, yeah. it is based on what hand comes through. Yeah. So if yeah. it is same side hand, it is legal. Yeah. If it is cross side hand, yeah. it is illegal. Mikey does it with the standard, like the IBJJF yeah. legal way, where he has his outside hand but underneath he, of the grip. That is where he comes from. Yeah, that's yeah. where he sort of makes his hay. Yeah. He, I mean, it's why he won, he, where he won all of his world yeah. titles in was in the IBJJF. Um, but again, the 1FC, they don't care. It yeah, is cool to care. see him incorporate the move in this way so we we were kind of breaking this down a little bit on the pre-show um it's a really interesting leg configuration we sort of both picked up the same thing it seemed like in just uh aoki's mannerisms and like the urgency in which he was defending it that he sort of he didn't seem like he was really worried about the aoki lock and then suddenly he goes "Ah," and he has to tap It, it was like he didn't he didn't address the grip on the foot at all yeah. Um, or he was like it, we were trying to figure out he was reaching through the legs to address the grips. And Yeah, Yoki had his hand underneath of his outside his leg. outside leg and under yeah. Mikey's leg and sort of was looking to sort of hand fight it, it in an interesting position. Most people grab you you brought up grab like over or through yeah. or sort of don't or grab around. Yeah. Most people don't grab through like literally under their own yeah. legs. Yeah. And to I was do trying it. to figure out like because I was watching I was like, "Oh, that's kind of it, like I wonder if you have some sort of advantage by going through the legs like that, but I feel like you almost get your arms stuck. And that's that sort of what it looked like. It yeah. looked like Aoki sort of didn't have the the distance on his hand yeah. to be able to get to Mikey's wrist or arm or forearm yeah. or anything. And Mikey, as soon as he pulled his cross side leg out, and he, he was able to kind of fall back yeah. and di- and belly and belly up into the foot. Yeah. Um, Aoki had to tap and tapped pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, it was it, it was a weird kind of finish. It also looked like um, Aoki was comfortable in that position. He and looked that, calm, like he was, super calm. He was super calm and comfortable in a position that he might have needed a little bit more urgency to be in. Yeah, um, but Aoki's a guy. He's always like that. Dude is stone faced. Oh most yeah, of the time and, and I'm like, sure, and, and I'm super calm. Like I said, general. like Mikey would have probably took me out 
well before that moment (laughs) so i'm not saying that it's just he seemed a little too passive he seemed passive he seemed passive in that in a in a space that he should have been more concerned with Mikey's grip on the foot. Yeah, and then Mikey's able to yeah able to finish. Uh, in the beginning of this match, I thought it was very funny. We'll come back to the finish here. Um, Mikey every time now does the give the foot, and then he waits for you to grab the yeah. foot because it's enough contact. Then he pulls guard, yeah. and I just think it's very funny how they've sort of changed the rules and like you ha- you can't just pull guard anymore. Yeah. But Mikey and we're seeing this honestly. I think we'll see this probably a bunch at trials is people that don't want to play the takedowns, yeah. especially early, will well, give up the takedown. Yeah, or they're, or they're like, they're tricking you into it. Because that was also something at, yeah. at Fight to Win that I saw was gentlemen putting their flag up. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted, like, either to be taken down or they wanted to... Um, to counter off of it or something. They wanted to, like, come into the legs from, you know, somebody yeah. grabbing a hold of it. Because you have your hands committed to the leg. It's, it's yeah. interesting. It's... It is something we've seen in years past, well, because, but we've seen it sort of done obstinately, like yeah. by guys that well, like are not at the level. And I think it's also one of those things that sometimes, if you put your leg out there and you get somebody who's a very aggressive, like takedown person, they're going to be like, "Oh, leg," and like they're going right. to immediately jump on it, and then you can attack them from that little from their committing to the takedown. Yeah. yeah, it's that little aggression thing. But I think your more seasoned competitors are like, nah, I don't want that. Like, But it's just been so funny yeah. that we've seen, like it used to be a thing that we didn't see very commonly unless you were a guy that was sort of trying to get in someone's head. It was something you did. Nowadays we are seeing like guys like Gordon yeah. and Mikey, we're seeing the top people uh, in the mean, world employ this strategy yeah. and it being you, successful you for mean them. Like, it's just very funny. A, almost like a do- donkey guard jump. Yeah. And you're just like was, playing donkey guard because you're like, Jeff ha, Glover, ha, ha. Like, yeah, Jeff yeah. Glover is just kind of laughing at people. while he goes Right. And that, just, that's yeah. what we were seeing people do. And now it is like, it is really coming to the fold as uh, an extremely valid tactic for some of the best people yeah. in the world. And it's just, as we watch the sport and as we sort of commentate the sport over the years, it is very funny to watch the collection of techniques kind of go from meme status yeah. into, oh, no, the best guys in the world are using this again. And then it may cycle back around as the kind of the meta shifts. But this is a technique that just makes yeah. me laugh because especially in the later rounds of ADCC in the finals, when you can't pull guard, this is a strategy we see yeah. folks use because technically it counts as a takedown for the other guy. But in the no points, yeah. there are no points. So you can get it to the ground and essentially pull guard by being taken down yeah, in a and, weird roundabout and you're kind get, of way. And you're getting taken down into a position that you want to be in. Into as guard. opposed yeah. to just allowing them to take you down. And, you and sort of dictate where that takedown yeah. takes place. It's it's interesting, but I thought it was it was a I cool wonder, weekend of matches. I wonder if we'll see more of that than we will the, the shoot into the legs, wait three seconds and pull guard. I don't know. I'm, and I'm actually, that's one of the things I'm most excited for is um, how many people misjudge three seconds. Yeah. Because it's it's really common, and I've been I've been training a lot, and we've been in ADCC yeah. camps to watch people try to count three seconds in the middle of a match. Yeah. And that's really when, and you have a lot of top corners will yell like, "Keep driving, keep driving, keep driving, keep driving." Yeah before someone pulls because a lot of times in the moment you'll try for five seconds well, and, you also and don't, pull and yeah. it was only two seconds yeah because you don't know how much time like when right. you're in the middle of a match I time mean, moves differently yeah it could be really slow or it could be super fast you don't yep. know i've had matches go both ways where yeah, it was too, like, it's like this is a 35 i had 35 minute matches but this is like i've had a regular length matches where yeah. it's like this match has been going on forever yeah. and you look at the clock it's like there's been two and a or half like, minutes go by or like you have this idea you're like I held them down for 
like four minutes of the match and then you look at it it was like 30 seconds yeah at, at, at most <laughs> and like and you were struggling to maintain yeah. it's just it's that's why i'm a big proponent of yeah as a from a more hobbyist perspective recording your matches and getting yeah. a chance to watch it because you f- i find that that time that you are actually in the match uh the the time actually is perceived differently in your head oh, and it's yeah. a very valuable tool to go back and watch it so very curious if we're gonna how much of this tactic of giving the leg we're going to see this next weekend at trials um i am guessing that we are going to see it a lot it's going to be a common tactic we're going to see it in the in the lower weight divisions a lot i don't know about the higher weight divisions that's reasonable yeah i think i think we'll definitely see higher weight divisions it they tend to like to wrestle a little more most of the time yeah they i'm trying to think the guard pullers but hopefully um the guard pullers in the higher weight classes like plus 99 remember that they're you know yeah that's the hope to not do the same mistakes they've made multiple times so moving on that got nothing else from one fc it was great i love watching one um makes my weekend every time we get to cover and watch it moving on to our preview of adcc north american trials what we call east coast trials yeah uh here for the world championships for 2024 this is the first north american trials that we have and that is absolutely stacked in the men's 66 kilogram division right now. We have 250 competitors. In the men's 77 under 77 kilograms, we have a 263, probably 265 or 264, yeah. which is a full. Well, bracket. and we know one is out because the one tackets registered twice. Right, Caleb tackets <laughs> registered twice. Um, 88 kilos, we have 233. Under 99, we have 83. Plus 99, we have 57 competitors for the women. At under 55, this is, again, a non-qualifying for Worlds, yeah. but still it is for the North American um, championship for this year for the women and an entrance into and a paid trip over to West yeah. Coast Trials. Women 55, we have 45 competitors. Under 65 kilos, we have 53 competitors. And plus 65 kilos, we have 28 competitors. So it's a loaded event uh flow was great enough to put together a big list from all the divisions of notable competitors miranda do you want to start where do you want to start here on this one i i like to go in order because the smallest to biggest yeah that's how i that's that's how i roll so let's start off 66 kilos we're gonna run again we're gonna run through the names talk a little about the people's the folks game and then sort of also talking about seating and the um, last uh and things of note last last year's east coast trials our winner was cole abate yeah, and he not did, returning. And he's not returning, which, why? I mean, why would you in his position return? Did he medal at Worlds? No, right? He didn't place. Did he lose straight out? Yeah, because I think he got... I think he goes to the second round, but I, yeah. don't, think, I don't think he... He, he does didn't. not He does not place. No, because it was Baby Shark and... Um, Fabricio. Fabricio. And then in the... And then Cronston and... Um... Uh, Cisneros. Yeah. But they didn't, but then Cisneros moves on to go yeah. get taken out by Fabricio. I'm, I, I should have pulled it the bracket It was Baby out. Shark and Pato, right? Is Diago Pato. I think so. I think it was because I, I, for whatever reason, the two of them, I get their names confused all the time. Well, I don't really even know why. Regardless, Babate is not yeah. returning, but we do have some returning um, trials winners and trials medalists and world champion entrants. Uh, let me run, let's run through... Um, biggest names in the tournament that have been to ADCC before. We have Richard Alicon, we have Ethan Crellinston, we have Johnny Grippo, and we have Keith Kokorian. 
Those yes. are the guys that have been at the game before. Uh, we have Joshua Snows takes fourth, Pato takes third, Gabriel Sosa takes second, Diogo Hayes takes first, men 66 kilos yeah. this last year. Yeah. I knew Sesteros was up there. Yeah. So again, typically with ADCC, your first four people get an invite into yeah. back. They that Those are four of your invite slots are the former returning people yeah. that have meddled and placed, and they placed a fourth. Okay. And then you have four other invite slots, and then you have eight trials winners across the four regions for the men, two trials per region, one happening each year, and then that's how it's seeded. So it is not it is not surprising to not see um, Cisneros in this yeah. because he'll probably get an invite because he placed fourth. Yeah. Um, Ethan Cronston, he beat Keith Gregorian at ADCC Trials 2018. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. 2017. 2017. 2017. Yeah. Um, and then he was injured, and then this last trials he got in because he couldn't do ADCC in 2019. Yeah. So he didn't have to do trials again. He was sort of granted his spot and came into ADCC 2022. Looking, he returns looking to trials. Freaking jacked. Looking freaking shredded. Jacked. So he had a great match against Josh Sishneros, uh that was one of the more entertaining matches yeah. at ADCC World Championships 2022. If you haven't seen that match, go back and watch it. Um, but it was it was a great match. Cronston is a front runner here. He has won trials before. Again, when the trials weren't nearly as big yeah. four or five years ago, like very different event than it was even back then. You also have Keith Rukorian. Yeah, him and Keith have had I, fun and matches. I will not. I will not also go against Gianni Grippo. I'm not there yet. Okay, I'm not there yet. I'm just saying. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Grippo's been. I, did I miss Grippo's name? I don't know, but Grippo. Yeah, I just, Grippo's also in here. Yeah, Grippo's in here, and Grippo for IBJJF. Like, he just won his fifth Nogi Pans title. He did. He won New York Open when uh-huh. I was there, and I mean, he won it pretty decisively. Yeah. Like he's Grippo's world he's class. He's a freaking beast, and I mean, they made the Gianni Grippo rule because mm-hmm. of him. <laughs> yeah, because of him and Burchak. Yeah, which you can't. You can no longer spike forward off of someone's back when previously in a submission you could slam however you wanted. Uh, now, because of East Coast Trials 2021, yes, you or 2022, you can no longer, from a backpack, slam someone forward or roll yeah. forward because they're worried about the neck. Reasonably so, but Gianni Grippo is the last guy to get ever slammed yeah, and by was, that rule. It was pretty uh, crazy to watch. It was. It was. Abs- it was Matt's side. It was. It was yeah. wild to watch. Um, so Keith's in the mix again. He won West yeah. Coast Trials. He's you know looked great again. You won one of the biggest trials ever, and the most recent trials. Very exciting to see. Yeah. He just had a very, very fun match uh, last weekend against Diego Hayes, the ADCC champion, where he looked good. I also think that's the best, one of the best versions of Recording we have ever seen versus the ADCC champion. Although Baby Shark is able to beat him last weekend at who's number one, it does sort of show how good Recording looked. Yeah. Um, I think Recording looks great. Gianni Grippo, again, Always in the mix, world class. Um, those are the four guys, or the three guys here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Win Richard Alcorn, Red. Yeah. Who's also been ADCC before. Uh, that, seeing those four folks in the finals, doesn't surprise me at all. But we have a lot of folks that are on the level now coming in that I think can put a real wrench into anyone's game. Oh, we yeah. have both DeAndre Corbray and Gavin Corbray, yep. who have been doing a ton of the ADCC Opens, have been looking phenomenal. We've been covering them on things like Toro Cup and things like Enigma Jiu-Jitsu and things 
um, locally yeah. on Copa Maryland, Copa Virginia. Yeah, you they've know. been and and finishers and um, finishers. Midwest they've been hitting finishers, triangle arm bars uh, yeah, over all. everyone. Like both of these guys have been, and DeAndre and Gavin have both been doing the opens, and DeAndre and Gavin have both been looking. They've been winning the opens yeah. and looking very, very good doing it. They're getting that experience. Standard jiu-jitsu, the gym that they train out of, has pretty much exclusively, it is now exclusively a nogi gym, and they are doing ADCC rules. Like all of these top gyms yeah. that are fielding ADCC level competitors are doing, they have a big squad from standard coming in. They can absolutely upset some people. DeAndre is now ranked eighth, eighth yeah. in the world. And it kind of, you know, that's... That's a big name to get through. We have Emilio Hernandez, um, who's ranked number 11 at 135. He So he's going to be going up to 66 kilos. Yeah. Definitely going to put a wrench in some people's game. Um, and then who else? Uh, we have John Callistein in yeah. here, which we don't see super frequently. Yeah, but he, when he, he shows of, up, man. Yeah, he kind of comes in and then he disappears. Do we have, uh, do we have um, um, our uh, Z-team? Small dude. Uh, Esteban Martinez. Yeah, is he in there? I haven't seen him. Let me look. Um, let to, me look to, to see. Go to 66. Go to 66. Uh, I see it, yeah. Um, put in the search bar. Just put in his name on the search bar. Let's see. Oh, I don't... man. I'm going to be mad if he's not in there. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I, I love watching him compete. I don't think he's, he's in there. He's not in there. Uh, that's unfortunate. He's one of my favorites to watch. Yeah. I would probably be at West Coast Trials. Yeah. We saw him the last time at West Coast Trials. So... Um, we want to go through any, any other names here. Uh, we have Fabian Ramirez as well. We saw him on. So we have, number one we have a really next? we have a random like local that's in this bracket um, named Roberto Vargas. He's a kid. He's a blue belt kid. From, okay. From uh, uh, what's his name's gym? Um, freaking, it's a Jersey gym. It's a Ricardo Almeida gym. Uh, South Jersey? Yeah. No, but he's from one of those gyms. Okay. And I can't, it's it's falling out of my head right now. But I've watched this kid, like I used to, re I've refed his matches and he's like a 16 year old kid and he goes into black, black belt, uh, like adult male brackets and freaking kills people. Hmm. Oh, speaking and of he, kids. So he's like a kid that, I mean, is What's the name again? Uh, it's Roberto Vargas. Okay. He does, um, I want to say he does IBJJF either at blue. He might be a purple by now, but like juvenile and like just kills. Oh, these guys like, watch. Yeah. Speaking of juveniles, He's I missed him. Yeah. We have Dorian Oliveira's in this division yeah. as well. Youngest combat jiu-jitsu world champion ever. A guy that I had the pleasure of watching his matches. I think it's 65 kilos at the Dallas Open. Uh, Gary Tonin's gym. That's the gym he comes from. Oh, Vargas. okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dorian Oliveira's is at a B team now. Has looked world class and amazing like he has like 700 wrestling matches if you want to hear more of us talk about him uh we talk about him at combat jiu-jitsu for that recap show for grappling rewind we also talk about him for our dallas recap um because i was i was one of the judges on his mat and got a chance to see his game firsthand like i think a month before he wins combat jiu-jitsu worlds um really really top level competitor we have dominic Mejina. Uh, or M E I J A. I'm I always butcher his last name. Looked Isn't really good. Isn't it Meha? Meha, Meha, I think is correct. Uh looked really good at Enigma Jiu Jitsu a couple of weeks ago. Um really impressed with his game. And there's a a bunch of other great names. Valor Boyer's in here, Anthony Burchak's in here. 
Dylan Cameron's in here. Uh, Joey Dial is in here. Landon Elmore, Zach Kina, Reese Lafayette. My coach is in there. Fabian Ramirez. <laughs> Dylan uh, Wentrab is in here as yeah. well. So big division. Um, very excited. Yeah. We don't have any brackets yet. I assume that Oliveira. I, th- I assume that all of the guys that have formerly been to the World Championships or former Trials winners are going to be the top ranked guys. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. And they'll so, be seated well. So look for again Kokorian and Grippo and Cronston to be on opposite corners. Yeah. Um, and then also look at Red, like Richard Alcon, to be yeah. on opposite corners as well. Then look for guys like um, Andrew DeGraff, Gavin Corbray, Dylan Corbray. Dorian Oliveira, guys that have been doing really well at the Opens to be filling out those longer slots as well on the corners of the brackets and then everyone else to fill in. Should be a banger bracket. We've missed a ton of people, so... Yeah, I'm, th- I'm reading through it as we talk just yeah. because... But uh, yeah, it's there are some stacked divisions. So. Yeah, but again, we're, we're absolutely... We're looking at 250 competitors. We are not going to get a chance to talk about them all because no. this segment would be, you know... Unwranglable. Yes. So moving on to what Flo has for the 77 kilo division. We have, um, let's move from the top to the bottom here. Uh, we have Sergio Ardilla here. We have John Blank. Notably. We also have AJ Agazarm. They didn't put him on that list. Oh, interesting. He didn't make their list. Former silver medalist. But I thought he was part of Flo. I thought he was affiliated. I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure. Didn't he have like the CEO of Flo on his Instagram for the longest time? Or something? I think he Something did. weird like that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Agazarm is again, former, yeah, former world medalist. Um, and a guy that like, is just soup. If you are not a veteran... Agazarm is hard to get past. He's, yeah. tri- he's tricky. He's crafty. He knows how to win. Go back and watch his matches at the World Championship. Yeah. Like Agazarm's a hard dude to get by. It is interesting. He is at seventy-seven kilos and not at sixty-six kilos, where I think historically he has been. But yeah. I think for trials, he has gone up higher. And we've seen Agazarm enter the I mean, heavier weights yeah, we've all the time. Him enter in bracket like he gets put against Max Jimenez yeah. more than anyone of his size should ever have to fight Max Jimenez. Oh, speaking of Max Jimenez. Um, I was at his fight this weekend, his yeah, MMA he, fight. I saw he 34 won. second rear naked choke. I saw, did he hit a blast double? Was that what Something that was? like that. It was just yeah. like takedown, mount, punch, 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 turn, rear naked choke. It was a 34 second I saw, fight. I saw that whole fight yep. on Instagram. I was, it was awesome. You could I was, put the whole thing on there. I was, I was not cage side, but I was like, I was in the yeah. arena and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love, I love seeing Max get a win. So, um, not relevant, but AJ Agazarm has, gone, <laughs> has had to go against Max, who I think weighed at like 235. Yeah, something like and that. And Agazarm is, again, under 77 so kilos, one, I think, comfortably. Yeah, like 160. Yeah, so, one, so. under 169 um, gives you a discrepancy there. But another weird weight class, John Blank, is coming down to under 77 yeah. kilos. He's lost a bunch of weight, not a lot. He's like lost some size, yeah. and it'll be interesting to have him again. He's, they can also cut because they're weighing in the day before. So yes. There is a little bit, but I think John was talking about going to um, a smaller weight class. Yeah, I think he's been talking about that for a little bit now. Okay. I don't think I don't think this is just due to the cut. Okay. I think this is he's been registered. I've been talking about or heard rumors that he was going to yeah. seventy seven or saw him at seventy seven. Even I think before that was announced. Yeah. Um, we have John Combs as well, former yeah. trials winner. Yeah. Coming in, Elijah Dorsey's interesting because that would be one of our only TLI gentlemen. I think so. Kieran Kerchuk is also in this yeah, division. Yeah, but he's, Kieran switched to, um, isn't he at New Wave? 
B team. B team. He's a B team, but I think I think he still. I think he still flags. He still TLI flags wave, TLI, but, but he also wave, is B, also is B team. I'd said that completely back. Flies the TLI flag. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. He's he's primarily flags a B team wave, now, but, but he was at TLI yeah. for a long time. But I mean, uh, we Lord don't. Irving. We just don't see a lot of uh, Lloyd Irving gentlemen in ADCC. Not anymore. I think the last yeah. guy to go was Shane Camille yeah. Hill Taylor, and that was the year that he was the world champion in twenty. 18, 20, yeah. 19 yeah. Um, was the last time. So it's interesting to see Elijah, but Elijah's very, very good. Mm-hmm. So I, We have Max Hansen, number 15. Yeah. Uh, he is now the 155 and 170 pound finishers champion, defending both of those in, in the, the same, same night. Yeah. So again, that he's puts also, you on I the round say, for how good he I is. I want to say he's also like a Midwest finishers champion. I think that is correct yeah. too. Yeah, he is. Because he trains with... Um, with Dante Leone and Dante's yeah, he's out one of Dante's of, guys. He's out of like Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. So Max Hansen's the guy that makes yeah. Kieran Kerchek, who's oh, the so guy that... there's the other TLI. So That's both what in I said. The same bracket. I said yeah. he was in the bracket. Yeah, I, I didn't notice they were yeah. still in the same I've, bracket. Again, I've been... I've been really liking Kieran's games recently, like yeah. how he's been how he's been looking. Even in IBJJF, he's been looking really good. Yeah, go back and um, watch. You want to see? So Kieran's had some great matches recently. He also looks like he's put on some size, yeah, which is nice for seventy-seven kilos. Um, Kieran, go back and watch his match at uh, West Coast Trials. He has one of like the craziest pace matches in like I think the third or fourth round of trials for West Coast Trials yeah. last year where he is just killing a guy um, with pace and yeah. it's like at the end he's just like gagging and throwing up off the mat because yeah. he's just been killing this guy with pace the entire time but it was it showed like man Kieran can Kieran can go and he can yeah. push he can push where other people will wilt yeah. he can use that pace as a weapon and that match like really really impressed me and then he's been also improving the aspects of his game at b team yeah they're very excited to see what he's looking at we have pierre olivier leclerc also in this bracket uh french canadian coming yeah. down we've been watching pierre for years and years yeah. and years he was part of that he's group still, with like oliver taza and Ethan the, Crownstone. yeah he's still a tri-star yeah but he yeah. never made the move down yeah he never moved down with everybody mm-hmm. else he's he just kind of stayed at tri-star but he was actually but he's actually like i think sort of local where the other Krellestein I guess was local too because like some of the other ones Maybe. definitely weren't like local local they they like went to TriStar and so yeah. when they moved it was like they were just kind of moving where like right. others they well, Pierre's kind of, actually kind of from that area yeah I think he's from that area yeah, and not, that's why he I'm stayed not sure because I know there was like the whole um a lot of that stuff happened during COVID because like a lot of people couldn't get into Canada if you had oh, left Canada right, during yeah. COVID you couldn't get back in so that's why Certain people like Zach Makovsky um, that yep. now trains at Tenth Planet that was fun size in the UFC. Um, he trained at at um, TriStar, but he couldn't get back into TriStar during COVID yeah. because he wasn't Canadian. Right. Um, so then you know you have to kind of make create, do for yeah. ever however long and yeah. change your camp up. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so yeah, Pierre again. Pierre is a guy always in the mix. We have Michael Lira in here as well. We have Nick Newell, who I always I always love watching Nick Newell compete because uh, Nick Newell is a single hand amputee. He fought in P- not PFL WSFO. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Um, he's got a really a nasty whole, guillotine. I had all kinds of. I had a conversation with him after we caught, cut weight, like for I want to say ADCC Open. Okay, like I didn't know exactly. Who, like it was one of those. I was really hungry and I was trying to shove food in my face, and like him and his girlfriend were sitting there, and we were discussing like making granola. He's friendly. I mean, yeah, I him like and his girlfriend. Make I granola. love. It. He has a couple of matches on Fight to Win, um, and. If does he ever, ever punch choke? People? He does. <laughs> and, uh, him, and, him and Keith Miner, another a gentleman with with. Uh, 
with an amputee, they will use that yeah. as like a punch choke because there's no there's no hand, and so yeah. you can put it directly the yeah. arm directly into the neck, and it's such a weird. It throw you watch people try to like go and strip it, yeah, and they have a really hard time stripping yeah, because there's like, no hand still, to grab yeah, onto. It's so it's I love his uses like a disadvantage yeah. to this advantage, and as a result, he throws guys off a ton. Always looks very good. Got good wrestling. Very excited to see what Nick Newell does. We have Ernesto Rivera. We have Nick Ronan as well. Yeah, in this division, very very good leg locker. Michael Sarah, not Michael Sarah, Matt Sarah, Matt Sarah, uh, jiu jitsu guy. Does I think it does a lot of training with Jason Rao. Yeah. as well. Well, Jason Rao is is Matt Sarah. Yes, yeah. from Matt Sarah. Yeah, I think Ronan and Sarah are the two yeah. guys there that have always like really really dope knee bar games for the for those yeah. gentlemen. Uh, Troy Russell's in here. We have also returning former trials winner and multiple time ADCC World Champion veteran Nikki Ryan. Yep. Going to 77 kilos. This will be the first time that he's at 77 for a trials. He's previously won trials at uh, 66 kilos for the West Coast Trials 2018. Yeah, 17 yeah. was 2018. Yeah, I think I think I've butchered a trials number here because I. Yeah, I think 20. 17 was East Coast. I think 18 was because it was the odd years, yeah. and then we so Kobe kind of bumped everything a year, yeah. and it just throws off my brain because it's a two-year cycle, and then it's a three-year cycle, and it throws everything yeah. off for me. Um, but it'll be interesting to have him at 77 kilos. Uh, what was his most recent match we saw him at? Quintet, right? Quintet, yeah. Yeah, looks good at Quintet. Very curious to see him in a big, long bracket style yeah. tournament. The last time I think we've seen him in something like that was trials yeah because he hasn't done a ton of he when hasn't he had was, a ton of activity since then mm-hmm. because of a couple injuries when he and, was a kid yeah so it's like he did trials when he was 15 and i think he placed at that but didn't win but then he was able to get into adcc as a late replacement because he was in iceland with his brother yeah or and then becoming one the youngest entrant before kolabate in adcc ever iceland finland finland yeah my bad <laughs> i was like Dude, if I said just... it, and then I was like, that's not right. And then you, you I think, appreciate you catching it because I didn't fix it. Um, again, it's n- for these big tournaments, he always surprises me. Yeah. Because we're used to him taking these super is, fights I and mean, being sort of inactive. Ve- he's very good. Yeah, he's he just, phenomenal. He just gets hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the, the problem. And so I hope that he doesn't, he's not hurt going into this yeah. because when he shows up, man, he is phenomenal and. He can win. He can win this whole thing, yeah. and he's he's surprised me so many times by his ability to just show up and look phenomenal yeah. like his brother the whole time. We have Diego Sanchez as well in this former eighty. He was back, Diego Sanchez was an ADCC back in like what 2013, 2010? Yeah, that's a like long. back in the day. So it's cool to see Diego Sanchez back in this really good grappler. Danny Stofley is in here. We have number fifth ranked Andrew Tackett, who if he looks anything like he looked versus Barch, if he's not yeah. injured. I don't know if he's going to be out of this now that he oh, because true. of his back injury. But Caleb Tackett's also in it, which is his yeah, brother. His, his younger brother's yeah. in there as well. This will be the first, I think the first trials that we've seen Caleb at. Was he at West Coast Trials? Was he in West Coast Trials? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't think he was because I think we would have seen more of him if he was. Yeah. They would he's, have made a thing about it. He's him. not a guy that we've seen a lot of, but again, you're Andrew and William Tackett's younger brother. Uh, I expect really, really great things from him coming into this bracket with his brother. Satava's in this uh, mm-hmm. bracket. Jonathan too. Satava, former uh, trials winner as well. What, 2017 trials winner? 2016? I don't know. I'm going to give up on trying to remember. One trials back in the day. Yeah. Um, very, very good. Guillotine game. 
We also have Oliver Taza, who was in the finals of the European trials a couple yes. of weeks ago versus, um, ooh, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Joseph Chen. Joseph Chen, thank you. I was like 77, who is yeah, 77? Yeah. Joseph, Joseph Chen. Chen. Look for Oliver Taza to be in the mix here. We also have Chris Wojcik yeah. as well in here. He's very good. Mm-hmm. And he uh, has switched over to B team. Is he B team now? He's either B team. Yes, he's at B team. I, I, I was <laughs> he's like, one of the Austin. He's either gyms. yeah, he's either B team or New Wave, but I think he's B team. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember either off the yeah, hand. Yeah, it's B team. He switched over. So again, probably gonna have Satava, John Blank, John Combs, Nikki Ryan, Diego Sanchez, Oliver Taza, all in your quadrants. Yeah. Um, but look, yeah, look for the look for these guys to all meet at the earliest day two. Like, they're not going to meet day one. These are all going to be day two oh, matchups. I'm for, curious if they all make I'm it, though. I'm curious. Uh, I, not on that list also is Cody Steele. He's in He's in it. Is seven. he registered? Yeah, he is. Okay, because I'm curious. Because he's really taken. Yeah, he I mean, is. he just had a really quick knee, flying knee knockout off yeah. the cage at, um, not LFA, is it? Is he no. LFA? Is he Fury? I think he's Fury. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but he's really prioritized. We've not seen him grappling a lot and really seen yeah. him focus on his striking and make the MMA transition over, whereas the last trials, he was still sort of primarily a grappler. He was making his pro debut, uh, but now we've seen him, I think he's 3 or 4-0 and oh, and really yeah. like and taking MMA fights. and all his MMA fights, fights. Were quite, quite short. And impressive. Yeah, very impressive. He's just been knocking guys out uh, with the quickness. So I'm curious to see how he's able to manage that shift um, you know, coming into this level at trials. But go back and watch his matches at East Coast trials to get a feel for um, how he is. And if you want to hear him from a couple of years ago, you can listen to the interview I did with him at Kasai um, down in Dallas a couple of years ago as well. I interviewed him. Um, I interviewed Andrew Tackett. I interviewed Caleb, uh, sorry, William Tackett as well and some other folks as part of that event. Uh, really cool, but that was before he had made the MMA transition. So if you want to hear like an older interview, um, that's there if you want to listen to it. Great. And then we can move on to... 88 kilos. This is a fun one. So we have um, less returning champions here. We have... So we we have Jacob Rodriguez, J-Rod, listed in this division. For some reason, I thought he was going to 77. He's listed at 88. He's listed on the bracket or on the, on the registration list at 88. I, I may have that wrong. I don't know why somebody said he was going to 77. I don't know where I saw yeah. that. I don't know where I read that. But right now, from what I'm seeing, he's listed at 88. Yeah. Um, go back and watch his match last weekend with Michael Gavau. Yeah. He's... Like, unarmbarable. He is, I don't know how you're going to put that guy away and how you're going to deal with the pace and the dynamics. The only way I think you beat J Rod is you got to beat him early. Yeah. But with ADCC, yeah, there is, are no points he is, early. He's a slow starter, mm-hmm. so you have to almost attack immediately. You have to almost beat him early because yeah. late he's going to get you late. Yeah. That is what he does. Go back and watch his match with John if you Carlo get Bodoni. In, if, even if you get in something, you're going to have to break him, like literally, yeah. physically break him, because it's, he's going to get he's going to get out or wiggle out mm-hmm. or find a way to scramble Did out. Somebody control him at quintet. Or am I thinking about a different... No, he, I think he only had one match at Quinn. No, was he... He wasn't at Quintet. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Uh-huh. Him and his brother. Oh, yeah, he was at Quintet when I think about it. Yeah, because he, 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 cra- he went out and found yeah. a bunch of stuff in Japan so, that was really funny. So, yeah, but he had the two... He had two matches. With Jed Hugh. He had the, he had the arm bar that he got out of with Jed yeah. Hugh. and then he had another match, and he had an arm bar in that match, too. Uh-huh. Because they've been going after that arm. Was now. it Amir Alam? 
went against? Maybe. 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 So, regardless, Jacob Rodriguez, go back and watch his run at West Coast Trials where he wins and he buggy chokes Hunter Colvin in the finals. Um, and then go back and watch his match with Giancarlo Bodoni, where it's like Bodoni puts the pace on him and puts him in a really bad way. And then, oh, he had a match with Jacob Couch recently. Oh, okay. And Jacob Couch really controlled him and like, yeah. And like held him down. Um, yeah, that's the only, I mean, you, mm-hmm. he's kind of like, you know, like a cat. Yeah. So you're going to have to, he's going to constantly get up and jump and bounce. Mm-hmm. And, so you're going to have to physically hold him down to be able to And do good luck too. doing that because yeah. he's a freak. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. And that's, again, what I'd like to see. Um, so he's a big wrench in anyone's game. There's no points early. And so whenever you make your hay with him, you usually make it early. And then late, he comes from behind. And that's when there are points. And that's when he can submit you and score. I'm curious to see if we're going to see that same dynamic. I guess we are because that's sort of, it's kind of what he does. Kind of what how, how yeah. he does, but we've seen him win one of the most stacked, we the most stacked trials in this weight class ever. I wouldn't be surprised to see him do it again here, but also in this bracket, we have William Tackett. William Tackett moving up from 77 kilos, yeah. but with now his younger brother, both his younger brothers, Caleb and Andrew Tackett at 77, they're getting some separation. Now we've seen the Brazilian Fight Factory guys, which is where all those guys train out of, including Cody Steele all be in the same bracket before we thought they were going to meet at 77 kilos last east coast trials and they almost did um they didn't did they not i always think that williams and Steele went against each other and then Steele had the match with barch i remember Steele's match with barch for some reason i think i i always forget that that semi-finals or that quarterfinals match i always confuse the the finals only because of how it's how the finals are run at the end yeah, and, and then they and run third like, place. Yeah, and they run third place after finals, which right? make which makes sense. which makes sense. But for you whatever, you don't want to injure someone in third place if I can't do finals because you yeah, put but, that person but in. But for whatever reason, my brain doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it always because it's in me reverse well. order right there. It yeah. just throws off like exactly what happens at the end. Yeah. So William Tackett's in this again has looked great in East Coast trials. Has looked great at West Coast who's, trials. Who's missing from this is Achilles Rocha. He's in here. He's right here. He's listed. Oh, he's listed. Yeah, we have. Oh, is it? Oh, it's not. He's 88. It, oh, no, it isn't. No, for whatever reason, I didn't think that was in alphabetical order, but it is. It is. Oh, it's by last name alphabetical yeah. order. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So. Well, um, and what I'm looking at is alphabetical order, too. But For, for the other listings. I was looking at it, and I was like, it's not in order. But it is. So we have Elder Cruz as well. Coming in again, Elder Cruz has looked very, very good at but the he's opens. All, he's normally under ninety nine. He's not. Uh huh. So he's cutting the weight down to under yeah. eighty eight kilos. I think for him is a good weight. Again, we've seen him compete against Giancarlo. He has wins over Giancarlo yeah. in ADCC rules. Like he's definitely a dude to watch out for. Lovato just took a win over him, um, which was really impressive for yeah. Lovato. But I think that Elder will be back. We have uh, so Elder Cruz been to ADCC. Majid Hage. Also been to ADCC. He's coming but, up to 88. Mm-hmm. So we have Elder Cruz coming down from 99 to 88 and Majid coming up to under 88 kilos from 77 kilos. Um, Majid had a really rough match recently with JT Torres on who's number one. Yeah, but we haven't seen a lot out of him recently. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. And he's one of those gentlemen that he gets to do both the Americans and both the South Americans. Yep. I'm curious. So. I didn't see Roberto Jimenez here in under 77 kilos or under 88 kilos, but um, uh, another yeah, gentleman does the same I thing. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see him either, but I bet you he's doing um, South America. Probably. That's what he won last time. Yeah. So 
Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. We have Sebastian Rodriguez uh, out of Unity, who has looked really, really good, uh, both on who's number one and at Opens and just in general in, in IBJJF as well. Yeah. Um, really dynamic game, great flash submissions and like sustained submissions. Uh, we have Renee Souza, we have Benji Silva, we have Stanley Rosa, we have Sean Marco here. We have, like I talked about earlier, Jason Rao. Jason Rao was in that Polaris GP, yeah. and you can watch him versus Kynan Duarte, and you can see sort of how Kynan has to deal with Jason Rao's game there. But again, Jason Rao is here under 88 kilos. Kynan Duarte is now under 99 kilos, and you can kind of see that on display. But that is the most recent match that we've seen from Jason Rao. And we also have uh, Michael Crisp. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, he was quite impressive against Garmo and some other gentlemen at West Coast Trials. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy we don't see a lot. He's a Canadian guy. Yeah, and giant big back tattoo that's yeah. very colorful, like super colorful tattoos. He was one of my standouts of West Coast yeah. Trials for ADCC, he and he was like a guy that I was like, who is that guy? And it's very rare we get to day two, and there's someone that you can. You can see when people look good in the first couple yeah. rounds, but a lot of times it's because the folks that they're going against aren't quite on the level. Yeah. He was a guy that I didn't recognize going into day two of West Coast Trials, and I went, he looks really good versus the guys that are favorited to win in this tournament. Like, he's looking good against guys yeah. at day two. Who is this guy? Um, he really stood out to me with super yeah. hard collar ties and great wrestling. There's a gentleman with the last name Mountain Lion. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's his real last name. I don't know. Mountain you can, Lion. You can put your uh, email address in as your first name know, accidentally so as well. I was like, Mr. Mountain Lion. We have Sam Kilmer in this as well. So Sam Kilmer uh, was supposed to have a fight at Shogun, one of the, the MMA cards actually that Max was okay. on, Max Jimenez was on. Um, I got there a couple fights late. I don't know if his fight was the one that moved or not, or if he was an earlier fight of the night. Yeah. Um, but he is in this under 88 kilos. He won Copa Elite. Uh, okay. A couple months ago that Zach and I did commentary for. You can go watch that on YouTube now. Um, Kilmer's a guy that is, he is going to sit on you. He's going to get you down with wrestling. And he's going to sit on you in the you know, outstretched knee cut and wait for you to make a mistake. And when you make a mistake, he's going to go. And, uh, and he's willing to play in that position the entire of the match. And eventually he plays possum with you sometimes. Yeah. Guys go and he will beat you. Yeah. it's He's a very good um he games it. He, he know yeah. he's a, he, he knows, knows how to game the win and how to use tactics to be Absolutely. able to get what he needs. Super strong in that respect. Um, Placido is also in this division. Placido Santos. Oh, really? Yeah, he's one that every once in a while, like you kind of forget, and then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere. He shows up, and you're like, and you're like, oh. <laughs> him and Steel. Him and Steel had a match yeah. at East Coast Trials last year. He it took was... Steel out. That's who took Steel out. And I think Steel took him out. Oh, okay. But that was a match where you saw Steel like this. It is my it is my textbook match for pace as a weapon. Yeah. And it was Cody Steele just like, no matter what happens, I'm just gonna be in your face and I'm just gonna be yeah. putting pressure on you. And that is that is my match for pace as a weapon. Yeah. Is Posada Santos and Cody Steele from ADCC East Coast yeah. Trials 2021. And if you don't know who Plasto is, he's the uh, Uki for... Um, for Donher. For Donher most of the time. Yeah. And like the early... I think it's just the early ones because I think he has a new... Oh, he does have a new one now? I think he uses something else now. But, but Plasado... Plasado... I can never get his name right. Plasado Santos. Yeah. Um, he, is... He's like... For like the leg lock instructionals that everybody has from the Donher early Yeah, years. from like 2017 yeah. and 18. He's the, he's the he's one the guy. getting his ass beat. Yep, uh, but very, very good guy yeah. at a new wave, yeah. and it's like, and he was a guy that people didn't really know who he was, and then he showed up 
uh, right before trials, and everyone yeah. went, "Oh, that's the Uke." That and you knew him as Donahue's yeah. Uke, yeah. and then realized like, "Oh, he can crack. Yeah. He like he is really, really good. He's on that level." So he's not on this list here, but he is in that division. We also have David Garmo in this division. Yeah. Um, Garmo is astonishingly hard to deal with. Uh, we have Jacob Couch in this. We have Hunter Colvin. Uh, both guys looked have looked amazing in the ADCC rule sets. Go back and watch a bunch of Couch's matches at the Opens and even his match versus Andrew Tackett at the ADCC World Open the he, day before World he, Championships last yeah, time. Yeah, he recently was doing really well at... Um, Nogi Pans. Yeah. But he was taken out by, I want to say, Francisco Lowe. It was. He, I yeah. think Francisco Lowe submitted him. Yeah. I keep thinking it's Devontae Johnson, no, but I think it was Francisco Lowe. Francisco Lowe, Lowe because um, Devontae Johnson was in yeah, uh, Dante heavy, heavyweight with Dante, Dante Leon. Yeah. Uh, so, again, Hunter Colvin and Jacob Couch ranked. Hunter Colvin's ranked 15th. Couch is ranked 14th. Those two guys were the finals of yeah. West Coast Trials. And Jacob Couch was able to. Sorry. Hunter Colvin. Hunter Colvin got buggy choked by Jay Rodriguez at West Coast Trials yeah. uh, last year. And again, he made it all the way through yeah. West Coast Trials. Gotta be one of your front runners going into this because that was again one of that was the hardest eighty eight kilogram division that we've ever seen to make the silver medalist there. You you've got what it takes to get there. We also have Sloan Climber at eighty eight kilos, who I think historically Sloan has been bigger than that. Yeah, um, it is interesting to see so him too. under 88 now. Uh, he's one of Keenan Cornelius's black belts out of Legion, yeah. uh, caveman, um, really heavy. We know him for being heavy and strong. Yeah. Um, he's got good dynamic wrestling, but really he is a guy that will just also like, crush you. If he came in without the uh, braided hair, I don't know if I'd recognize him. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because I recognize him by like he does like the full like braids. Uh, Pretty, like, pretty done it. Pretty like Calif- telling mustache, yeah. and then he's he's got California kid style. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot that guy's name. You're killing me. Y- UFC. Yeah, like uh, he's Faber. 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 Yeah. Um, same hair as Faber, but just a big dude with the same. What hair. is Faber's first name? This is gonna kill me. I don't now. know. He's like one of my was one of my favorite fighters. And then we're gonna forever. get we're gonna get yelled at by other team members when they're like, "How did you not Faber. know?" The California kid. It's as kid. Oh my god. Yeah. It's Uriah. Uriah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot your favorite's name. I know, but that's they all have without the hair. Like I completely forget who they are. It's kind of like um. Oh, did we did we notice? Well, we should have noticed in '66 that uh that Junie is in it because Junie oh Junie Acosta uh, was in 66 yeah he's in 66 see he's not listed on this, on this division I know again, and I just you realized you have 250 because, names um, here because Junie Junie's another one when Junie cut the hair I completely stopped being able to yeah. recognize him and then I'm like oh that's Junie because that's he Junie had, with short hair yeah because he, he had such he had long hair for such a long uh-huh. time that I completely like didn't realize and I first got to know Junie when he had the long hair and then so when it was short no, again no he's not He's actually not on the list. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, okay. I thought Acasio. I love watch. I, thought... I love watching Junie compete. He's got some yeah. really great dynamic leg locks as well. Yeah. And one of the guys that hits the Z lock with yeah. a frequency, um, like probably the most frequent user of the Z lock. Yeah. Maybe probably even more than Musumeci because he just yeah. competes more frequently. So also in the division for under sixty six kilos, we have Kyle Chambers. We have Angelo Claiborne, another guy at a TLI. Yeah. Um, we have JB Betchloff. We have Ryan Aiken, and we have Dory Oren. As well, crazy division again. It 
the, we are going to have big upsets in this division. Like yeah. 88 kilos is going to be the division. I think we're going to have the biggest think, upsets. Because I think we also have situations where we have, we're going to have a match where it's a freaking banger of a match. Mm-hmm. And then whoever wins that match then has to then go against somebody like, uh, I don't know. Tackett like, or like, J-Rod or Sebastian like somebody, Rodriguez. Or, or they, they get somebody who's more of a mid-range that we don't know as much. That we don't know as much, and they get taken out because mm-hmm. they've just dealt with such chaos. Yeah, the, one of the you things, know? these trials are I mean, so long, and how thing, hard your previous matches can yeah. really go in. Like, hey, man, I was just exhausted going to this next match. Yeah. The other guy, you know, had an easier match, and then that can make the difference in some of these trials matches, whereas like, even if you're a guy on the level and favorite, if you run up against a guy that either you don't expect or doesn't yeah. know your game, you're also running into guys that, you don't know who know you. Yeah. Which is or, the other thing that's yeah. in really interesting here as well. Yeah. So they can plan for your game because they know what you're going to bring and you have to fight essentially a fresh face guy that you don't know. And, it makes it really hard for some of these and, veterans to go in and win. And sometimes, you know, you have situations like, I believe that um, last year, uh, Giancarlo Bordoni, like his first three matches, the guys didn't show up. So his first match was his fourth match of the day, which was his last match of the day. Yeah, something like and that. And it was the one that with you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a corner then, against Gordon. Yeah. But that was that was literally the mm. first match of the. No, maybe it wasn't his. Maybe no, no, he had a couple matches. Okay, it was Mike's. Or it yeah, was, Mike's first. It was match. Mike's first match. Yeah. But we have situations like that where you just have people in your bracket that don't show up, uh-huh. and then you have. Which is why you, they do bracketing the first day yeah. after weigh-ins yeah. now, so they make sure that like, okay, now this because is where we had a lot of up. chaos with people not showing up, and then they're yeah. like calling them, and it, it just becomes. But it's a, in a tournament of fifteen hundred people at this yeah. level, and everyone's like prepped for a year yeah. to make it here. You know, it's uh, it's well, a wild tournament, people, which is why yeah. we're going up for it. So that was uh, under eighty-eight kilos. So we go to under ninety-nine kilos. Yep. Under 99, we have Kevin Burbridge, Adam Bradley, Kyle Dawkins is in here. Yeah. Uh, UFC fighter, uh, big guy out of Philly. Um, Martinez BJJ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very curious how he's going to go. We have D- Joder Keishing yeah. is in here as well. We have Devontae Johnson, who's been to ADCC in the Worlds before. Elliot Kelly, who has won trials before, is in this division as well. Elliot Kelly hasn't won trials in a couple of years now. I think he was a 2018 winner, maybe 2017 oh. winner. I think is the year he won. Um, Michael Pixley, Tanner Hall, Brayler Grout, uh, Dashi Goto. We also have, uh, you said Adam Bradley. I did um, say Adam Bradley. Uh, we had Paul Ardilla. Yeah, Ardilla. He, he was number three last year. Well, he he almost won. No, yeah. he did win. Yeah, he hit number. Th- he was number three for East Coast Trials. West Coast Trials, though. Oh, uh, West Coast. Won. Yeah, won. West Coast. Trials, yeah, he, he did won. win. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so it's in there. really interesting to not have him on this list. Yeah. I, he for me, Ardilla, would yeah, be my front runner. It's again, Ardilla is such an interesting guy because I think I was talking to John Hansen about him because he's a full time attorney. Uh huh. And also, it's like he's a guy <laughs> that is. He is just bet not. This is the, in no way meant to be disrespectful. This is meant to be like. Uh, a nice way to put his game. No, he's he's, he's sound better than all everywhere. Around. Every he's better than your average guy everywhere. Yeah. Like there's no area where he's like gonna be the best guy in his division, but there's no area that you are gonna have an easy in because he's just better. He's better than everyone, like in every spot. Yeah, there's just no spot where he's got a big weakness or it's like oh, I can exploit this in his game. He he can wrestle you. He can leg lock with you. Which he can I, stand with you. You know, he and can that's pass. He can he can sort of do it all, and that's why again he he wins the last West Coast Trials because he's just so complete 
in his ability yeah. to kind and of I, like be in this rule set. And I appreciate that because, you know, you get some gentlemen that are really good at one thing. Mm-hmm. And, the if they, and if they get you into that one thing, you're screwed. Um, but I appreciate somebody who has like all around. Yeah, Ardilla's like, hey man, good luck. There's not a, there's not going to be an easy spot you can put Ardilla yeah. and have him go away. Like it's and just Mon- not going to happen. Monday he'll be in court. Dude, <laughs> so crazy. Like he left West Coast trials Lawyer. and immediately had like yeah. something to like, do. Lawyers are just you know they're another kind of person. Just they're built just different. So I mean, yeah. You're in the legal world, which uh, is yeah, what, the, so you you have big respect we're just, for that. We're just built different in that world. Yeah. So, um, again, 99, again, there's less, it's a smaller division under 99 yeah. kilos. I we have a it, lot of guys moving yeah. out of 99 kilos. I think Ardilla. I mean, I kinda Ardilla like, is. I was just so impressed with his game, or like so impressed with his run because he was a guy, again, we don't see hugely frequently or we don't get a chance to cover him on the show no. for the events that we cover. And then had a really, really great showing. Or Dirk Heising, because her Dirk Heising yeah. is another. So, Dirk Heising we had had a really good match against Devontae Johnson at East Coast Trials last last East oh, Coast Devante Trials. Devontae Johnson too. Yeah, yeah Devontae Johnson's the... tough to put away. They had the only match that went to double overtime. So ADCC has Oh, that was the match that almost landed on our laps yes. a bunch of times. So ADCC yeah. has a really interesting rule that you can have your regulation match for trials, which is four minutes, then four no. Yeah, four and four, right? For trials. It's not three and three. No, it's it's four and four for your finals. So yeah, sorry. So yeah. Fi- so your opening is three and three. Yeah. And then you go to a three minute overtime with points. Yeah. So three minutes no points, three minutes points. If there are no score or even score, it goes three minutes points. Yeah. And then it goes to decision ninety nine percent of matches. But if it is still close enough, there can be another overtime. And that was a whole that's put up there. And and there's whole. there was controversy with that. And we talked about it. Yeah ag nauseum when it happened but that match is one i think the only match at east coast trials that's the only re- match i remember going that far that's gone into yeah. double overtime so it's again both those guys have the ability to definitely um to definitely make hay and, but we're and get gonna, it done we're not gonna have any marillo no marillo yeah no marillo can't coach at adcc yeah. after the uh after the after the knife incident, the incident. at the open <laughs> um so that'll be interesting with him, Sebastian Rodriguez, and with Devante, yeah. you know, not having him in his corner. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if that will change, um, kind of their approaches or strategies at all. What was what, listening to him coach against uh, Dante Leon, and so it was Pedigo and, uh, and Murillo, both coaching in that finals match for Nogi uh, Pans was interesting because both voices, for whatever reason, I could pick out. Yeah, and I could listen to both of them for and, Nogi Pans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was fun so, to it. plus 99 kilos, we have John Hansen, our buddy. Our returning um, champion. Our returning champion. One of, one of what, only... He's the only returning East Coast champion. Yeah, so he's the only guy that won what, this event last time. That, that is returning. came back. And also, as soon as registration was open, he was the first dude registered. Yeah. Um, because then, he wants to be here, and that's... And he is probably, he's probably one of the few husband-wife teams, too. Cause yeah, his, his wife's also competing yeah. as well. Yeah. I, and this as well. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure there are a bunch, but that's one of the more notable ones. Yeah, you, I think you, West both, Trials winner. Both of them are, are definitely top level competitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John won um, UWW this last yeah. year. Again, he's he's won trials, I think, twice yeah. now. Like, he knows the ADC rule sets. He can go out. He has won the Opens. He's like, he's a guy that knows how to win at ADCC. I've been, had a chance to train with him in the room and see, like, He's a guy I'm not picking against. We also have Amir Alam, a guy that we typically have not seen a whole lot of. Uh, we saw him on Quintet for the first time yeah. in a while. Um, in this division, we have Mario Gonzalez. You pulled some information on Gonzalez. 
Yeah, Mario Gonzalez. Yeah, because he was our number four under 99 champion uh, last year. Medalist. Or, or place. Place, Not yeah. champion, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, well, number four. Did I we also that? Okay. We also have Big Dan in this division who just looked really good and took and was at uh, Hanky Julissa's finals match for European trials. Yeah. We have Dom, Damon Ramos. Again, so both, or sorry, all three, Hanson, Big Dan, and Damon Ramos all went to ADCC World Championships the year prior, and then Hanson would have also gone in 2019. We also have Pat Shangoli in this division. Uh, big dark horse. I'm kind of curious to see how Shangoli looks, you know, in this sort of bracket at plus 99. Um, he's looked good recently on all the super fights. It is just interesting to see him kind of being a little older, having some experience, having guys are going to know more about his game going in this. Very interesting to see who he gets matched up against. But again, for my money, I'm going to go with the guy that's won trials multiple times, Hanson. I would not count out Damon Ramos. So Damon Ramos is a guy that all the big guys that I speak to always speak super highly of Ramos for just how dynamic he is because he can wrestle, he can leg lock, he can scramble. um, And all the big guys talk about, yeah, he's a real, real handful to deal with for anyone. And then Big Dan also won the European trials uh, last time and has a bunch of trials experience. He's been killing and winning all the opens in his weight class and the absolute. I've had the pleasure to watch a couple of his matches live at the opens. Um, dude knows how to win in ADCC rules oh, and yeah. impose and has only been in making a ton of improvements. Plus, recently coming off the European trials, like made a small mistake in the finals that potentially cost him that match against Hanky Julissa. Yeah. Um, where you're going to go back to the new wave camp, come back into this, and be ready to correct those mistakes. He's been in the finals for trials a few times, three so. times at this yeah. point. Like he knows what it takes to win. Um, so I'm very curious. Again, I'm very curious how him and John Hansler are going to match up yeah. in the finals. And there's a, also there's a lot of names that we're not very familiar with in this bracket. So there's yeah. there could always be a beast that comes out of nowhere. Well, there that, are. Like, like I want to is I want to caveat that like we are not going through every single person's name we're not skipping anyone intentionally no there's just a thousand people yeah and, and it, we're gonna pull from the, the exactly. biggest list and sometimes that we have and easily. sometimes you know we're just not familiar with someone with someone's game yeah it's not that you know and they could be killing it maybe on the west coast and we just mm-hmm. don't see it as much over yeah because we're on the east yeah. coast and again that's one of the fun things about trials it's you get a chance to see all of these people and like the guys in the second day it's oh i haven't seen him or i I can keep in my head, I talk about this on the show a little bit, a roster of about a 250 grapplers across all divisions, men and women. Um, once we balloon beyond that, I really struggle. That's really only your top 10 yeah. in all your weight I, classes. And I remember random stuff. Yeah. I, have, I have a really weird random memory about so things. It's, so. With this, again, yeah. I have about 250 names that I can keep I stats on. Um, we have a thousand people here. There's just a lot of names that I may have seen before, but I'm just going to blank on. Let's move over to the women's brackets. Let's start at the women's. And we'll we'll mention that the women's brackets, like you said, uh, it's a competition. It's a high level competition. Yes. But there are no spots for. Um, yeah, it's not a qualifying. There's thing. no qualifiers. Now, that being said, if they are looking to fill a slot for an invite oh, or yeah. for a and dropout for, or and something, and for your ranking for West Coast trials. Yes. So even if you don't. Uh, you know, if you don't win this. You don't win this, but you place in this. When you go into West Coast Trials, you sit better than yeah. some of the others. You will be the top seed going yeah. to West Coast Trials, usually going winning East Coast yeah. Trials. So like, or it's even not, placing. 
Because yeah, I remember, absolutely, you know, some of the women that placed last year definitely came in um, in a better position when yeah. they did. Because you West went Coast. and placed, and again, you've shown the organization that you can compete in the rule set, you can win, you can be competitive. They are seed because these are getting so big now. They are using that information to seed these tournaments so that they are more seeded appropriately, and so you're not putting two champion level, level people against each other in the yeah. first round. You're putting hey, these people all have a bunch of experience. We're going to separate them and get people that have not had the experience, you know, the opportunity and being forced to go against the folks that have put the time and experience in so that you probably have a higher level finals match later. And it also, again, I love that it gives the women the opportunity to less now with the opens, but have the ADCC style matches so yeah. they don't, they're not robbed of the ability to have that experience and get that experience going into a qualifying event like West Coast Trials for them. So first or sorry, second ADCC Trials that has the new women's weight classes, yep. we now have under 55 kilos, under 65 kilos, and above 65 kilos. In the under 55 kilo division, we have Amanda Bruce, uh, Sophia Cas you you get Casella. Casella. Sophia Casella. Uh Jessica, Jessica Crane, yeah. Alex Enriquez, Tammy Musameshi, mm -hmm. Jasmine Rocha. Um, and then we have a, a bunch of other competitors that um are right at the same level. Uh, yeah. but we haven't seen as much. Uh Faye Sherrier, uh Maggie Meyer, Emily Nicholson. Lauren Sears is and, in here as well. Yeah, and Lauren Sears. This um we have Musamechi. We have Tammy Musamechi who has been to ADCC before. Yeah. Who has again been at under sixty kilos before for ADCC at the old weight classes? World champion. Um, she's not listed in this division here as a former ADCC world champion uh, person. I'm not sure why she's not listed like that. But um, Jasmine Rocha has been looking really good at the opens. And again, your dad's Wagner. Your brother is Achilles. Yeah. That whole family is prep for ADCC. Wagner in your corner and in your ear. Like, you know the prep's been good. We did see her in a recent match versus ADCC under 60 kilogram champion Fionn Davies, yeah. where Fionn sort of really put the pressure on her and, like, didn't let Jasmine um, really get anything going. And it was, you know, it was a tough match for Jasmine, but that's the best woman in the world, arguably, at your weight class. To have that experience going into trials, we've seen Jasmine look very, very good at trials before. She made it very far at East Coast and West Coast trials um, the last two years. Uh, and has only gotten stronger. She is now a black belt. We've seen her in black belt level competition. That's how she, where she competes nowadays. Is she a black belt? Or is she still purple. Belt? She black belt now. Oh, she is. Okay. Yep. Because we've seen her in like pans and stuff like that as a black oh, belt. Okay. And like okay. we've covered her a little bit as a black belt. Even though been covering her since she was purple, I think, and talking about her since she was blue. Yeah. Um, but I think Tammy for me is the one that's going to be the hardest to get by. I am curious with the emphasis on wrestling. It's always been something we haven't seen as much from Tammy. She just is not a comfortable, strong wrestler in this under 55 kilogram division. I'm curious how much that's going to play a factor in here um, versus, again, women we know are stronger wrestlers like Alex Enriquez at yeah. a standard who is a super strong forward pressure wrestler. Yeah. Um, Jasmine Rocha, yeah. same thing. Very comfortable wrestling you down, putting a ton of forward pressure in. Yeah, Sophia Cassell is actually, she was, I want to say she did high school wrestling. Yeah. Um, she's a smaller, but it's 120, so. 121, I think, is 55, yeah, 55 yeah. kilos. Yeah, so she's, I mean, she's definitely a little smaller than that, I believe, but she definitely has a, a nice wrestling pedigree. But I like so, the under 55 kilos. Yeah. We now, we have that extra, what, 
10 pounds yeah. that we can get closer. So a lot of the women that where, formerly couldn't ever even compete where is, in this weight um, class can do it. Where is uh, Grace Gundam? I don't know. I don't think she's listed I here. I didn't see her listed at all. Yeah, I don't think she's in... Um, I don't think she's listed, which is which is surprising. Wild because we've seen her. Because I I would have expected her to be in one of these brackets. Yeah, maybe. no, she's not in here. Oh, it's unfortunate. Maybe yeah. again, potentially going to enter, and this also isn't a complete list. So, yeah. but I don't True. see her in you the can, other registration you can definitely list. Come into some of these, especially the women's brackets. You yeah. can come into Wednesday. So, which again, I hope, I hope we see her. I love I love, I love seeing Grace. She has a really difficult game for a lot of folks to deal with. Um, it'd be awesome to see her. Um. I, I have really liked Alex Enriquez's game. Yeah, she, I think it's she has, very complete. and she has a very good game for for this rule yes. set. Yes, and she pushes a phenomenal pace. I think her, Cami, and Jasmine are my kind of picks yeah. for front runner. Jessica Crane is absolutely in this mix as well, um, and so is Amanda Bruce and Sophia uh, Casella. We essentially have almost your women's top yeah. fifteen here represented in in its in its complete in its totality. Um, but again, I've just, I've really liked Alex Enriquez's game and seeing her at East Coast trials and, and at West Coast trials. Yeah. She had gotten second place, um, against, yeah. uh, Brianna St. Marie. I just, and again, that's yeah. who, woman who only woman to win both trials, yeah. who is again, not represented here, but you meddled. So there's no need for you because yeah. you're going to invite slot to ADCC. Um, I think Alex, Tammy are both my front runners yeah. here because again, Alex is done it yeah and tammy's been a world champion so that's that's who i'm putting my slot with at women's under 55 kilos at women's under 65 kilos morgan black helena cravar um kaylin egan shell Lindsay, nicole matthews and trinity pun yep so we have trinity pun here um cravar has been looking phenomenal at all the adcc yeah, opens been... she went and won nogi pans at juvenile yes so again, still technically a juvenile, but has been. Uh, I've been. We've been seeing. We saw her at West Coast trials. We saw her at East Coast trials. We saw her at the World Open. Like she has been on the ADCC trials circuit for a couple of years now. Or sorry, the ADCC trials and the Open circuit. She has a ton of Open experience. She's now at the New Wave camp, and it seems like they are the. She is the woman that they are pushing to be their women's champion. That yep. they've sort of talked about for uh, two years now. Um, it seems like she is the one that they're pushing. Um, you also have Sofia Delgado. Oh yeah, she's not on this yeah, list. She's not on, on that list, list, but she's she's in the division. Yep. Um, Lauren Butler Jones was the uh, number three, or she was the third place at um, plus sixty for West Coast Trials last year, or East Coast, East Coast Trials, Trials last year. Uh, she's a tenth planet black hole BJJ. Um, person. Yeah, Nicole Matthew. Um, we've seen her on Rise. We've seen her yeah. on Finishers. Uh, very, very difficult to put away. Yeah. Um, good leg locker. Good leg locker. Ah, Trinity Pun as well. Like, again, I think Cravar, Pun, and um, who you just said? Oh, Lauren Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Jones, those three are the ones that that I think we're going to see in that top yeah. slot for day two. Um, just because, again, like I've been, re- I've seen a ton from Cravar, so I think yeah. she sits in my memory. Like earlier, but there she has looked so good and been yeah. so consistent in the ADCC rule set. Um, I think at, she'll be comfortable yeah, there. Yeah, and she has sort of had a problem in the past in the ADCC uh, trials because, but she's only had a problem because she's went against like 
Elizabeth uh, Clay. Elizabeth and, like, Clay or like veterans and yeah, former she, like champion level. That's of the folks. only reason she would really lose. Um, right. Or she has taken losses and trials in the past. Is against veterans. Yeah, against so now, veterans, and she was always in plus sixty, which meant she was with big, big people. Yeah. Like now you, she this yeah. this is again another great reason I love yeah. that they're stratifying the weight classes for women because you can get you know Quivar is a much more appropriate size for sixty five kilos yeah. when you shoot you no know, it doesn't go up to eighty five kilos yeah so that's uh this you're also in this weight class yes I'm in this weight class this is this your is, this is this your is weight class my, as well this is my weight class uh which is you know you know watch me get Helena Quivar first round he'll just be you know be like hey. I watch that. <laughs> I'd be like, hey. it's a rough, it's a rough. I'd matchup. be like, I have to put my head, in, I have to put my head in, or my hair in, uh, in pigtails at that point. Yeah, you go yeah. pigtail versus pigtail. Absolutely, you, you gotta do. do that. Okay. And she's gonna look across the mat and you go, oh really? And you're like, no, well, it was a good time. You're like you wave, you're like, I man, you, yeah. you know where the world's located. <laughs> um, next, next division we have. Plus 65 ki- kilograms. We have MMA fighter, UFC fighter, Caitlin Chikagian. We have Big Bird, Brittany Elkin. We have Aaron Harp. We have Nicole Johnson. We have Bridget, Mal- Bridget Malise and uh, Kalija Peak as well. Yeah. Um, Peak looked really good uh, at the last East Coast trials yeah. and made it really, really far. I think she who was who took out Peak? Lar- or, um, was it? Lauren Jones did. Okay, yeah. That was the finals match because yes. Peak was number No, no, Kendall. I thought, did Kendall? Mm, she might have. Or did Kendall win West so Coast? Ken- Kendall won East Coast. Yeah. So Kendall probably took her out, and then she went against Lauren Jones. For third. And Jones took her out for okay. third. Yeah. That was what happened. But because Peak had number f- got fourth place. Yeah. Peak, again, Peak is a woman that really is at plus 65 yeah. kilos and knows and how to, like, she can impose on the people that are not ready for above 65 kilos. And this is the division of uh, Christina Hansen. Yeah, John's, yeah, John's wife as well. Yeah. So again, Christina looked really good at UWW. I've, I haven't seen a lot from Christina's game recently other than her UWW Worlds yeah. run, which I think she took silver or bronze. I don't yeah. remember what she took, but again, that's a world-level event. She looked very good in that, so it'll be it'll be interesting to have her. We also have Big Bird, Brittany Elkin. Yeah. Um, She's beast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to talk about Elkin's game. Like She's... Again, another woman that's very suited for above sixty-five kilos. Yeah. Th- this is. I, but I, she used to cut to like one thirty-five, like one forty-five, uh, no, one forty-five, one forty-five. And, yeah. and that was a cut that we, yeah. she looked like skeletal. Yeah, it was a bad making that yeah. cut. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, she's gone against some freaking. Champ, I mean, she yeah. she was Clarissa Shields. Yeah. MMA debut and um, uh, Kayla Harrison yeah. MMA debut. Yeah. Like has like some of the worst matchup luck in MMA debuts. Yeah. Um. But again, she, there's not. She's a she's, she's a high also, level. She's also a beast. Yeah. She, she almost beat Clarissa Shields on yeah. the ground. Like yeah. that's like very very good. We watched her run fight to win for years and years. Yeah. Um. Compete. She's at Tenth Planet now, I think. In yeah. Bethlehem. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Up there with up there with Zach. Um. This is a this is a fun one. Again, I I kind of want to lean. Um. Harp's very good. Peak weighed it really far last time, but I just yeah. haven't seen anything from her since East Coast Trials two years ago. Yeah. And that's my big kind of X factor. I was impressed with her ability to just kind of stifle almost everyone she went against. Um, now we also have our friend, Ann Russell, in this division. Oh, yeah. My friend Ann is from our Anne gym. Is, is, uh, is going to come... Is also is also competing in this division. Yeah. It's been fun. Again, we've had a bunch of folks coming up. We have I've not mentioned a bunch of the folks yeah. from our gym. I've just kind of gone off the list that we have, but we do have some folks yeah. uh, that I've been training with 
um, in the room. ADCC camp is fun. It's why I have a sprained groin right now, which oh, has been great. Good, t- good times. Good mm-hmm. times. It's been it's been a great camp. Um, I'm not competing because I know I know who I am. So I'm going to do media <laughs> I, coverage and it'll be a lot of fun. I, I will say it's a little bit easier to be a female in the grappling world than be a male because we can like. We have a little bit more room to work with. We don't have a division that's like 300 deep. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I have, like, I have like, Davin Corbray, DeAndre Corbray, it, it, John Callis, you know, Johnny Grippo, yeah, Keith Kikori, Ethan Krellinson. Like, <laughs> bro, I have 15 guys in the first <laughs> round. Like, I'm okay, I'm okay at the sport we do. I have 15 guys that would tor- that'll look at me and torpedo me. Like, <laughs> I saw how Dorian Alvarez looked before yeah. his matches that I had to judge at ADCC Dallas. I'm like... I'm not ready for that smoke. <laughs> I saw my combat worlds. Like, I know that I'm not getting past that guy. And, like, I had spine surgery two years ago. I, I know where my lane is. I'm going to stay yeah. in my lane now. I got, I, I'll got i hold down some locals. Um, as soon as I get to Masters for ADCC, you'll see me at those opens. Yeah. But no business right now in the adults anymore. Yeah. Uh, because I got, again, look at look at the 66 uh, yeah. kilo division. Like, yeah. there's, there's 25 guys in there that are going to look at me and break me in half. Oh, it's... It's fun. I mean, it's the same way with the women, but we have at least less of them to, you know, There's less to kind of, yeah. of look at. I got, I what I got for men's, men's 60, 66 kilos. We got. 250? Two, 250. Two two and 50. you know, week of, that's going to go to 265, 264. Yeah. It's going to go to the full distance. Like, we're going to have a full bracket, so it's going to cap. 256 for 66 kilos, 77 kilos. I'm guessing 88 kilos will get there because you'll have guys that can't get into 77 that will go to 88. So I think, and then 99, you only have 83 right now, so that's not going to cap. And then plus 99 is only has 57, so that's not going to cap. But again, you're going to have full three men's full divisions, 256. That's what, 750 competitors total. A thousand competitors on the weekend. Um, I can't wait. It'll be fun. We're going up Thursday night. Yep. Uh, I'm going to coach about a bit at the open and then get ready and prepped to get all my interview stuff ready and try to coordinate some interviews, not get in the way of the athletes at all, because that's like, that's how you do it. Yeah. You know, as a guy that's trying to do media coverage, it's like, hey, man, don't interfere with the athletes until they're done competing. Then you talk to them. Yeah. Like, willing to talk to you beforehand. Great. But it's like, I am here to not get in the way. I want to tell your story and like talk to you like and showcase and talk about your game because that's what. I'm interested in hearing about, but do not want to in any way bother your tournament at all because of that is what you are here to do, and that's what I'm here to cover you for. Yep, it'll, so, be, it'll be a fun weekend. And, I love uh, it. I'm so excited. Lots of lots of competition. Hopefully, um, you know, a lot of upsets because upsets are what I was upsets thinking. are always like that's why or we go I to trials. Like. But that's what trials are so great for is because if you think you're the next world champion. And these other tournaments, you can't get into. You can't get a super fast slot. You can't get a match yeah. against that guy. ADCC trials is a way to go. I am the best guy in the world. I'm going to show it to you. I registered like everyone else. There's uh, there's no requirements. Yeah. I then beat everyone in the tournament. I'm the best guy at this bracket today. I'm. This is why I should be here. So it's for me. There's very few other sports that sort of have that ability for like opens. Like golf has it with the U.S. Open, and there are other qualifying opens. But I love that grappling has like, this for ADCC. Yeah, but I feel like some of those also you have to have a certain amount of money to be able to get into them. Where yeah. ADCC, you just have to have the 125 to register. Yeah. Besides that, we don't give a shit. You can be like uh, Majid Hage and wear your your shorts and your big t-shirt. Yeah. And go out there and freaking murder. Doesn't people. matter. You yeah. don't. You don't have to be. You don't have to. It's be. not like you have to buy. You know, like I, I. Some of the other sports you have to. 
there's a pay there's a certain amount of money that you're gonna have to put in. And don't get me wrong, training is expensive as fuck. Yeah. But um anybody But can, you can be a guy from whatever you know, training situation yeah. that you are a part of or a woman and pay your registration fee, which is 125 bucks, and that's where your expenses yeah. end. If you are the best guy, there's nothing stopping you from putting your money where your mouth yeah. is and be and showing that you are the best in the world. And that's that is such a cool thing about this sport, and it's really a privilege that it's set up like this yeah. because every time we get people that's like, who is that guy? Yeah. And then they explode onto the scene and that trials was not, maybe they don't win trials. Yeah. They usually don't win trials, you know, your first or second time out, but it gives us an opportunity to go, okay, that guy who I don't know just took out a former trials winner yeah. and a former guy that got the invite three years ago with world championships. Oh, he's a guy to watch. Maybe not this cycle, but next. Like, look at Keith Gregorian. Yeah. Like, gets second place at three trials in a row and then wins West Coast trials. Like, he was on the level. He got there, you know, on his own volition by, by putting the work in. And he got the invite slot to 2019 because he showed up and he showed that he was on that level. And so, again, yeah. I love it. I have nothing more on trials. I am so excited to go to New Jersey for my once every two years New Jersey trip to trials. Yeah, Jersey. Jersey's something I... I go to Jer- Jersey a little bit more often than not, but oh. uh, not I really. go for trials, and that is I that go is for it. yeah. I go to train and I go because I ref in Jersey. Oh yeah, you lot, do, don't so. you? Yeah. yeah, I go. I get. So. I worked in Jersey for like a year, and I try to. I try to go back for trials, and that is it. Yeah. Um, but so, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun yeah. weekend. Um, I'm for it. Yeah. You got anything else? No. All right. Mm-hmm. If you see us at uh, East Coast Trials, um, I'm gonna have some shirts. Uh, if you want to buy a shirt for me, grappling around, this is the old one. The new ones yeah. actually have the word podcast on the bottom of them. Uh, I'll have that, like some stickers and stuff. Yeah. Come by, say hello if you listen to the show. I love to talk to folks. Um, I, I love being I, at the event and doing yeah. this kind of stuff. If I have a resting bitch face looking on me, just still talk to me. Sometimes I just look like I'm angry all the time. So especially mm-hmm. getting ready to compete, I'm going to be angry. And, but, and you'll get a vibe from just, Miranda yeah. real quick if it's, yeah. if it's actual anger. It's like, mm, he actually is angry. Like, right, have a good day. See, but again, I love talking to folks But like events. I've talked to, yeah, at the at IBJJF, a bunch of people have come up and said hi. Yeah. It's it's nice to see uh, that people actually listen to us. Yeah. I mean, we do the show because I like talking about grappling. I will talk your ear off about grappling as long as you wish to talk to me at a live event unless I got to go to an interview. But again, I love talking about grappling. It's why we've done this show for going on six plus years yep. and it's been awesome so as always in the show I'm your host Maine my co-host Miranda and we have the grappling ground to the mat where it is stay safe if you like the show please consider sharing it on Facebook with the folks at your gym it's the best way that we grow the show and we really appreciate it you can reach out to us on email we also have Instagram we have Facebook we have Twitter we have Google Plus until that shuts down we have a website if you have an event you would like to have us cover please let us know if you have a name like most people do and you'd like to have us stop butchering it let us know reach out to us the show is also available on YouTube Spotify in addition to iTunes and every other podcast service we very much appreciate your time and thank you